This is The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. The Leadoff is powered by NetSuite. 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are some scary years. Dot-com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Right now, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash frontoffice right now. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. That's netsuite.com slash frontoffice. It's Monday, October 3rd. I'm Abigail Guntrup, business writer for Front Office Sports. Here's what we're following in the business of sports. Saudi Arabia is making its next big move in an ongoing effort to diversify its economy. Savvy Games Group, owned in full by the country's public investment fund, is planning to invest $37.8 billion in gaming and esports with the goal of making the country a hub for gaming. The group is setting aside $13.3 billion to acquire a leading game publisher to become a strategic development partner. The investments will also include $18.6 billion in minority stakes. The country said that the strategy would help establish 250 gaming companies in Saudi Arabia, creating 39,000 jobs, and raise the sector's GDP contribution to $13.3 billion. Saudi Arabia's Sovereign Wealth Fund holds a $2.9 billion stake in Activision Blizzard, a $1.9 billion stake in Electronic Arts, a $1.4 billion stake in Take-Two Interactive, and took a 5.01% stake in Nintendo in May. Moving on to traditional sports, Arctos Sports Partners has been an owner of MLS's Portland Timbers and the NWSL's Thorn since last year, going essentially undetected. The private equity firm and other investors who were identified acquired an unreported 15% stake at an enterprise value of $600 million. A club spokesperson confirmed the deal to Oregon Live. PTFC, the Timbers and Thorns combined business, is now worth $685 million, eighth in MLS and an 8% increase from last year. The stake was the first sold by owner Merritt Paulson. Paulson bought the Portland Beavers and the Portland Timbers in 2007. In 2011, he paid $35 million to make the Timbers an MLS expansion club. Two years later, the Thorns joined the NWSL. Institutional investors can own up to 20% in a single MLS franchise, but a team cannot have more than 30% owned by funds. Arctos joined the ownership group of MLS's Real Salt Lake in January. In retail, Nike reported a 4% increase in first quarter revenue to $12.69 billion, beating analyst estimates of $12.27 billion. But Nike's net income dropped 22% year-over-year to $1.5 billion, and the company's stock fell 9% in Thursday's off-hours trading. Before the report, shares had declined around 40% on the year. Nike CFO Matthew Friend said the quick improvement of transit shipping time, which was previously affected by supply chain issues, led to increased inventories. The swoosh reported a 44% year-over-year jump in inventories to $9.7 billion. Compared with one year ago, inventories in North America are up 65%. Inventory and transit rose 85% since last year. We are taking decisive action to clear excess inventory, Friend said, adding that the increased inventory levels are due in part to late arrivals. In the second quarter, Nike expects inventory levels to normalize and revenue to increase 10%. And finally, Lululemon won dismissal of a Peloton lawsuit that sought to protect a new athletic wear line from the former's trademark complaints. 
In November, Lululemon wrote in a cease and desist letter that the Connected Fitness Company infringed on patents for apparel design. The judge stated that the letter informed Peloton of the intention to file suit in federal court. Lululemon provided a deadline of November 19, 2021, by which Peloton needed to comply with its demands before Lululemon brought its claims to court. Thirteen days after the letter was sent, Peloton sued Lululemon, requesting the court claim there were no trademark violations. Peloton said it had been selling apparel since 2014 and only started its clothing line after an amicable termination of the company's co-branding relationship last year. Lululemon sued five days later for infringement of six design patents, but the case was paused in March. The federal court claimed Peloton's lawsuit is clearly an anticipatory action that warrants dismissal. If you love the leadoff, you'll love Front Office Sports Pro. Front Office Sports Pro is a new membership product that provides business leaders with actionable, timely insights on the most promising opportunities where sports meets industry. Sign up at frontofficesports.com pro to become a member and receive cutting-edge research reports, access to the pro investor directory, deal tracker, exclusive merchandise, and experiences among a community of like-minded professionals. Use the code LEADOFF for 10% off the annual subscription price. Thanks for listening to The Lead Off from Front Office Sports. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform and send us a screenshot on social media and we'll send you some FOS merch.